Welcome to A New Kind of PD, Teaching Channel's podcast where we tackle challenges in education and provide ways to inspire and engage in meaningful professional development. I'm Erica Snyder, Engagement Coordinator for Teaching Channel, coming to you from our location in San Antonio, Texas. This week we'll be discussing what we mean by hashtag A New Kind of PD with our amazing Teaching Channel staff. We'll define a new kind of PD for you, hit the why for this new focus for teach, and as always, we'll close the show with how to inspire PD about this topic in vibrant, collaborative ways. Thanks for being here, and if you're listening live, jump on into the chat room where we'll be posting links to materials related to today's show. Class is now in session. All right, let's get this show started with a quick round of introductions to see who is on our panel today. Boss Lady, you're up. Alrighty, my name is Erica Nielsen-Andrew. I'm the CAO at Teaching Channel, and today I'm at our headquarters in San Francisco. Teske. Paul. Oh, hi everyone. I'm Paul Teske. I'm the engagement manager for the West Coast, uh, Alaska, and maybe Australia even. And what I do is I help schools, districts, and states uh, figure out how to do a new kind of PD. Over to you, Catherine. Hi everyone, I'm Catherine Weinke-Medench and my role is the Engagement Manager for the East Coast and I am coming to you out of Northern Virginia. Paul, where are you today? I'm in Seattle. It's lovely there with your little fleece on, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Lovely. All right, thanks everyone for joining us on our podcast show launch. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! I'm here. We're cheery. Let's go. So we have a new podcast. It's creatively titled the hashtag A New Kind of PD. And every other week we'll be tackling new topics that align to at least one of our eight elements of a new kind of PD. And each of our elements falls into one of three big old buckets, purpose, process, and community. So that'll be the framing with our guests. Alrighty, let's get to it. Erica, what is hashtag a new kind of PD and why are we talking about this today? Hashtag a new kind of PD is the PD of teachers' dreams. It's the PD that teachers have always wanted and never been able to have. And as a story, I still remember, and it lives deeply in my body, my very first PD as a teacher. And during that PD, as a new teacher, I walked in all eager, only to discover everybody was grading papers the entire time, and I was um, harassed to make sure that I put my papers away too. And we did it in protest because the PD was not meeting our needs. So hashtag a new kind of PD really is Teaching Channel's brand of PD that teachers always wanted. And the reason why we're talking about this today is that we've been working on this with some partners around the country for about three years. And it really continues where we started, where Teaching Channel started by opening classroom doors via video and ending the isolation and letting teachers see each other's practice. Hashtag a new kind of PD is the work that we're engaged with, with partners who are joining us and putting the PD of teachers' dreams to life. Pass them back to you, Erica. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, so our listeners might be wondering, um, that sounds awesome. The PD of my dreams. I, I want that. Um, we're going to definitely tell people what those elements are here in a minute. But before we tackle that, does anyone want to jump in as to, as to why us, why the engagement team here at Teaching Channel? Um, what makes us the experts on this new kind of PD? Well, I think one of the great benefits of our team is that all of us have taught in the classroom and we've experienced different types of professional development that have 
left us wanting more. And so we've experienced it firsthand, and then we've had this great opportunity through Teaching Channel to mold it into something that's inspirational and exciting and really fuels educators in a way that makes them want to continue learning. Um, so I think having people who have experienced this and then reflecting back on how to make it better, that it continues to be experience is, is a big piece of what we all bring to the team and to this work. And I think um, having it be very active and applied is what we're talking about when we're talking about PD um, and making it intensely relevant to them um, and teachers in the field. I know that I came from university uh, background and that was constantly um, on the lips of folks who were going through teacher ed programs. How do we make this uh, more than just theory, how do we make it applied and relevant to what we're doing? <clears throat> and that we're definitely doing that with a new kind of PD. It's active, it's applied, it's not passive, it's not sit and get, but it's really part of what teachers do on a daily basis and the problems that they're facing. I'd love to add one more thing as to YS, which is, you know, we started with, by being known for making great video that inspires teachers. And what we've done in the last few years is work to help teachers figure out how, how we can all learn from video and make our practice stronger. And so I think we have a lot to contribute in that way, which we're excited to tell you about. And we're going to tell you about it now. <laughs> we're going yes. to talk about our three, our three big buckets, right? So our first bucket, we have, we have three, purpose, process, and community. Um, and let's, let's jump on into purpose. Um, We've got three elements of purpose, and we want to make sure that people understand what the elements are and also um, <clears throat> have them be able to envision kind of what that might look like moving forward throughout our podcast and through our work with people across the country. So um, let, let's start at the beginning. Let's start with pop-fueled and what we mean by pop, um, which is, is something you'll hear a lot if you're at any of our teaching channel events. Well, a POP is a puzzle of practice. Oftentimes, uh, folks know it as a problem of practice. We kind of like to put a spin on it with puzzle, um, so it's not so negative sounding. Um, and these are key points of investigation that a teacher might go through in the work that they're going to have ahead of them. Um, little puzzles that you have in the classroom, anything from how to do close reading to differentiation to working with ELL students, uh, they're all POPs. Um, and they're all questions that people have about their practice. Um, so they're very much job embedded that way. Catherine. Yeah, I mean, I think what's I think what sticks out for me is the idea of PD and purpose that's impactful. So if you're going to pursue a puzzle of practice, it's something that has an immediate you can see impact on you as a teacher, your students, um, as a coach, as a leader running a school of educators, that it, it's not something um, arbitrary, it's not something that doesn't have direct application, but that it's really close to the classroom and close to the learning of students so that there's a real feeling of um, satisfaction when you're done pursuing that puzzle. And then the last part of this is around being evidence-based. So we add evidence-based to what we've already said around pop-fueled and impactful. And evidence-based just really means that we are holding ourselves as a profession accountable, but also just clear about what PD yields, like what we learn and how we know that we're making progress both in our practice and for kids. And to me, the reason why I think this is important is because at Teaching Channel, I don't 
I see us doing more than just opening doors on the profession. I see us changing the way the profession works and who we are together and that we are building a culture where we can take stock of what we are learning and what difference it's making as opposed to just being a passive recipient. So that one is evidence-based. Yeah, and we want, we want to stress too that we're starting with purpose because, in, and I, I'm speaking from my own experience here, um, sometimes I was like Erica in those other PDs where it was, there was no purpose that was connected to what it was that I was personally invested in learning how to do better as a teacher. Um, those were the ones where the papers got graded, right? <laughs> so um, going, going back to our purpose and the elements that fall under purpose, we really want to make sure that it's purposeful to you, the educator, you, the person in your classroom, focusing on what it is that you're in, investigating in order to get better. So what's your inquiry cycle look like and, and how is that going to impact your teaching? Um, and with that, it, it means that everyone's professional learning practice is going to look different, um, specifically along our second big old bucket, which is your, your process. So while you might not all be investigating the same question, um, you might, you might have a group of people who are following a similar process while investigating those, those individual questions. So um, let's talk about our process elements. We've got four of them, collaborative, blended, embedded in practice, and video fueled. Where should we start? Yeah, just a note on that too, Erica. Um, it made me think about how a lot of people talk about inquiry these days with kids as well as their own practice. And I think the second phase in the process here around collaboration, blended, video-based, and so forth, is taking it to another level with the inquiry base. Um, is that you're investigating your, pro your, your practice, but you're doing it in a collaborative way, you're doing it in a blended way, meaning you're really using the technology uh, to its fullest. Um, and you're also embedding it into your practice and so forth. So I think that's where we're pushing um, beyond just inquiries it's typically um, stated or used within districts. I don't know if others see it that way too, but that's that's one of the framing ideas that I have in my head around it. Yep, me too. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think that the process of making it embedded into one's practice is so is so much more meaningful because it's not something outside of what you're doing on a regular basis but it's something that's has a personal it's personally driven by you because it's your inquiry um, but you're getting the support of your colleagues to help you refine and learn new practices and get feedback in a way that will push your practice. Um, the blended piece is always really interesting because um, we know that teachers don't have a lot of time. There's a lot of obligations and places they simply have to be at certain times of the day that are non-negotiable. And so by making something blended, you really honor teachers' time in allowing them to learn in a space when they do have the time and headspace to really engage in deep learning. So that's always been a strong motivator for me because I know it it can be really hard during the day when you're um, supporting your students to be thinking about your own professional learning. And uh, the other piece that really sticks out to me here is the video-fueled component, which um, feels like a great way to um, have a shared piece of evidence by looking at your practice with a colleague or a coach. And so it's no longer just um, getting feedback from the outside, but it's really 
it speaks to this collaboration piece of having a conversation around your video and looking at the same piece of evidence to really figure out what are the next moves that need to take place in order to help improve my practice and my students' learning. Yeah, it's kind of funny with blended. I think a lot of people, it has many different meanings, I think, depending on mm -hmm. the context. It often gets a bad rap. But I think the, it's around the technology and the video component because that's what's really capturing the evidence for you. Um, it's not um, something other. It's not just going through technology for technology's sake, but actually using as a tool for improvement. And I think that's unique, too, to this <clears throat> and this idea of blended learning within professional spaces. You know, one last thing to add that I think is worth underscoring is that all of the elements around purpose are united around a video-based cycle of learning. And lots of districts and professional learning communities use some sort of cycle, whether it's an action research cycle or an inquiry cycle, as Paul was mentioning. But I think it's worth noting that we believe that it's really important in a collaborative community to use some sort of process that starts with your problem or puzzle of practice and guides you along the way to working on the things that will make your practice better for kids. And we have a cycle. If people want to check it out, we call it our theory of professional learning. So we'll make sure to put that link in for y'all too so that you can access it if you'd like to. One of the, the main elements of getting better together is making sure that we have a, a strong community and a strong culture um, wherever your professional learning is taking place, whether that's in a blended space with people across the country that you might not necessarily know, or if that's um, in your own building or even in your own little hallway inside your building, getting, getting better together by really focusing on strong community and culture. Um, our element under here is joyful and vibrant. And, and we like to think we have joy and that we are vibrant when we do our professional development sessions with people. Right, everybody? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Indeed, we do. <laughs> so who wants to give an insight to people who have never been to one of our events? Um, what our Teach Flair is or what it sounds like, what it looks like, um, and, and what we really mean when we're saying joyful and vibrant. I think there's a lot of element of surprise in our stuff. Um, typically, we get, like I'll start a session, I'll give a, a challenge, have people do it, and they have to figure it out. And it's always a hit. Um, I think from the standpoint of it brings down the barriers, it clears the space, so they start working together. Um, and then it's always connected to something deeper, too, after they've experienced it. So it's not just fluff, but also there's something there that sort of um, loosens up the mind, loosens up the body, has them start working together in a collaborative way and, and having fun with it. Um, I think that's a signature move of uh, almost all of my PD that I do. And I, I have a feeling Erica's too, um, because we do similar stuff. And I'm sure Catherine with her paddles. Um, there's a real name for those paddles. <laughs> it's not spanking paddles, it's something else. Okay. You can expect to experience your childhood during professional learning at Teaching Channel. We try to bring all kinds of fun experiences that evoke strong, happy emotion, but 
you know, correct, connect to the learning process in a way that sticks with you so it's memorable and it's inspirational and you walk away having not only experienced something that gives you hope about learning and adapting as a professional in this field, but also something you might even take back and use with your teachers or your students. So we don't want to just come and sort of take up a lot of that valuable time that you have and not give you something to take home. You know, you can expect when you're having one of these, you know, work together exercises, be it paddle ball or making paper airplanes, that you're going to take that back and you're going to be able to use it and you're going to have um, a meaningful experience from that. Well, you guys just said it so well, but I just want to add one last thing which comes to mind for me, which is the PD that we lead and that we're helping others to lead is unexpected. I think that's what gives it its vibrancy is that you don't expect to have professional learning where you laugh a lot, are very active, and are really looking at things from a very different angle than you ever have before. And, and, and as I say, it's unexpected and bold. And we do that intentionally. I mean, every teacher knows that it's hard to get anything really great done in a classroom if the culture doesn't support the deep learning that you're trying to do. So our wacky, joyful, vibrant, bold, you name it, PD is to that end of mind, is that we're trying to create a new culture for teachers where we can have fun together and really learn deeply and push each other. But it starts by having fun. And that's what we want you, our listeners, to be able to do too. So um, we hope you're going to come back here often and, and be inspired by some of our ideas um, because we, we want you to walk away with things that are concrete and tangible that you can go ahead and implement right away in your in your classroom. So let's talk about a few of those things. Um, I think at this point, people might be on board with our why and our what. We've got our three big buckets. We've got our eight elements. But let's talk a little bit about the how. Um, let's give them some suggestions. What are a few things people can start doing right now to add elements of hashtag a new kind of PD to their own professional learning practices? Um, let's go with Catherine. Catherine, you're going to go first. Yeah. So one of the things I like to share with folks as they're getting started is a checklist. And it organizes inquiries around purpose, process, and community. So it's a document that we'll attach here. And essentially, it'll help you to think through and anticipate what your um, educators are thinking as they come into the PD session. So you'll be able to identify a clear purpose and know what that is and feel that you have equal buy-in around what is the purpose of gathering together. There will be a series of questions around your process because no one wants to come in somewhere and not know what the expectations are or the process for learning. They want to have a clear sense of what they can do. Their time is tight and they want to know how they can best learn and benefit from the resources that you're providing. And of course, uh, last but not least, is community. And so we ask you to think through all the different dynamics of your classroom context or school and to make sure that you're building in learning experiences that do bring joy and celebration um, and energy to the work because we all know that's critical to um, ins inspiring teachers and really helping kids in the end. So I will pass it to Paul. Well, I think one of the things I like to do uh, to build community is, again, it's that unexpected part, but <clears throat> I love to have music playing. Um, and as a teacher, I used to do that too. Kids used to bring in uh, music and we dissect it and so forth as an English teacher. But there's something about just having music in the room to fill the space uh, that sort of removes some barriers, makes people more relaxed. And I totally notice a difference uh, between times when I play music and when I don't. You can so see it in the room. Um, one's more of a party atmosphere for sure. Um, 
The other thing, too, is uh, basing it on themes of, let's say, the beginning of the year, where you're at in the year, is really fun, too. I put together one on the Beatles for the beginning of the year. I think it started with a revolution, or maybe it ended with it. Somewhere in there was uh, I'm the Walrus, and <laughs> I forget the other ones were. <laughs> but the, it was a great playlist, um, and I think people need them. I think they're great for PD, and they're, they're valuable. And I um, think people love your themes. They're, like awesome. the theme. They're so much fun to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Erica, you're up. What is one thing someone can start to do right now to implement a new kind of PD in their professional learning practice? You bet. I have a simple one, and it's one that we typically forget, and that is simply to start every professional learning moment with some sort of community builder. And I say this is a simple one, yet I think we often forget it to start by every PD by doing something that helps us to get into community together and to really experience each other as humans and as professionals in a way than we normally associate with professional learning. And one of the things that we've noticed at Teaching Channel is, is even when folks are working in a blended space, for some reason, the part about getting to know each other, each other's practice or having some sort of joke or giggle together is the first thing that we let go of. And I suspect it's because we're always so darn pressed for time. But at Teaching Channel, community builders have ranged from really simple things, which are silly check-ins about your weekend, to more complex things that are fun and do multiple things at once. And by that, I mean when we're learning how to coach online together, we typically learn to do that by learning how to do something new, such as stack cups and something about stacking cups together puts us all levels of playing field makes us all feel like there's nothing that we can't do as long as we try to do it together and laugh a little bit along the way so that's an example of a more complex community builder but the bottom line is this start every pd getting to know each other a little bit better yeah, and if you need some tips or tricks or ideas or just want to know a few other ways that we like to inspire teachers, um, sign up for our Remind Text. So I'll um, put a link on the page so that you can click on the link, sign up, and, and we send out one a week to our community in order to inspire people with different elements of what we think is fun um, and, a, and a good way to be joyful and vibrant. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us, Engagement Team. You can follow Erica with a K on Twitter at The New Ready, Paul at PRJ Teske, Catherine at WG Catherine, and you can follow me at Snyder underscore Erica. And of course, add hashtag a new kind of PD to your social channels to keep up to date with all of our work. Thanks to Paul Teske's Mad Garage Band Skills for providing our music and the Teaching Channel staff for your work getting a new kind of PD up and running. Thanks again for being here today, everyone. Woohoo! Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and thanks everyone for listening to our inaugural episode. If you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Blog Talk Radio to subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us. We'll see you back here next week when we'll be discussing culturally responsive teaching and the brain with author Zaretta Hammond.